Hello there, Matt here and Adam's with me. Hi. We're just popping up quickly at the start to let you know that after a mammoth recording session, we've decided to split Cinderella into two episodes. Yeah, the story, not the person. Thanks for clarifying. It's our last famous Brothers Grimm story, so we thought instead of editing it to death, we'll keep it all in, but we're going to split it into two so we can then immerse ourselves in the world of Cinderella. So what's coming up in this part? Part one, we'll have the story, uh, which is about 25 minutes long. And then we'll have our usual baffled conversation trying to work out what we've just heard. Well, if we've got that now, what's coming up in part two? Well, part two will be released in about a week's time. Uh, We'll be getting into the nitty gritty. We'll look at the mysterious history of the story and attempt to explore its origins and work out what it all means uh, with a lot of help from some friends. But that's all coming uh, down the line. Today, enjoy the Brothers Grimm's Cinderella. Enjoy. Adam, first of all, though, you need to to protect our listeners. Would you mind warning the people? The following episode is certified grim for extreme bodily mutilation and general adult boons and may not be suitable for all listeners. You've been warned. Hello there, and welcome to Grim Reading, where each episode we read and review a brother's grim tale. My name is Matthew Hughes. And with me on this journey is my co-host, Mr. Adam Field. This week on Grim Reading. Cinderella, part one. So make yourself comfortable and prepare for a... Grim Reading. The wife of a rich man fell sick. And as she felt that her end was drawing near, she called her only daughter to her bedside and said, Dear child, be good and pious, and then the good God will always protect you, and I will look down on you from heaven and be near you. Then she closed her eyes and departed. Every day the maiden went out to her mother's grave and wept, and she remained pious and good. When winter came, the snow spread a white sheet over the grave, and when the spring sun had drawn it off again, the man had taken another wife. Oh, wait. So what's the time frame on this? Like about six months? Probably <laughs> yeah. about six, six, six to eight months. months. Is that, that's long enough, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so he's got another wife. Nice. The woman had brought two daughters into the house with her, mm-hmm. who were beautiful and fair of face, but vile and black of heart. Oh. Now began a bad time for the poor stepchild. Mm-hmm. Is the stupid goose to sit in the parlour with us? said they. He who wants to eat bread must earn it. Out with the kitchen wench. They took her pretty clothes away from her, put an old grey bedgown on her and gave her wooden shoes. Just look at the proud princess, how decked out she is. They cried and laughed and led her into the kitchen. There she had to do hard work from morning till night. Get up before daybreak, carry water, light fires, cook and wash. Besides this, the sisters did her every imaginable injury. They mocked her and emptied her peas and lentils into the ashes so that she was forced to sit and pick them out again. <laughs> In the evening when... Wow, don't laugh, Adam. This is, this no, is serious bullying going on. Oh, this is, you know, this is awful. I don't know what you're laughing about. The peas and lentils. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rubbish dinner. <laughs> this, is, this is not good. Well, I mean, it gets worse. In the evening, when she had worked until she was weary, she had no bed to go to, but had to sleep by the fireside in the ashes. 
in the ashes. In the ashes. And since on that account she always looked dusty and dirty, they called her Cinderella. <gasps> that makes sense. Yeah. Cinders. Cinders. Ella. Liz. Ella, yeah. Hey. Did you know did you never know that? Genuinely didn't. There you go. I learned something. First grim fact. <sighs> learned something already. Um, it's usually a good half an hour before you learn something. <laughs> no, we're only a few minutes in. This is fantastic. Where was the dad in all this? That's, I mean, this is a classic yeah. case of where was the father. But oh, we'll come on to that. Well, he's about to get even further away okay. because it happened that the father was once going to the fair and asked his two stepdaughters what he should bring back for them. Candy floors. Well, they missed a trick. Beautiful yeah. dresses, said one. Pearls and jewels, said the second. And you, Cinderella, said he, what will you have? Father, break off for me the first branch which knocks against your hat on your way home. (laughs) Absolute silence after that. Well, uh, I'll see you in a few weeks, uh, girls. (laughs) Everyone looks at her. What are you talking about? So he bought beautiful dresses, pearls and jewels for his two stepdaughters, naturally. And uh, on his way home, as he was riding through a green thicket, a hazel twig brushed against him and knocked off his hat. (gasps) Then he broke off the branch and took it with him. When he reached home, he gave his stepdaughters the things which they had wished for, and to Cinderella he gave the branch from the hazel bush. Cinderella thanked him, went to her mother's grave and planted the branch on it, and wept so much that the tears fell down on it and watered it. Oh, wow. And it grew, however, and became a handsome tree. Thrice a day, Cinderella went and sat beneath it and wept and prayed. And a little bird always came on the tree. And if Cinderella expressed a wish, the bird threw down to her what she'd wished for. <laughs> you can't just throw that out there. Okay, how are we doing? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. Uh, there's, there's just a lot. There's a lot more to come. Uh, just, I'm know. sure there is. I mean, the, the way you just casually threw out the... Um, Oh, yeah, and uh, there's a bird in the tree and it throws down whatever she wishes for. <laughs> what? Sometime later. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, Incredible. Magic tree. Magic bird. No, uh, presumably this tree grew quite quickly. We don't have a time frame. Well, we, well, not necessarily. Okay. Maybe the implication is many, many years have gone by. Right. True. Very true. So just to make sure we're really up to speed. Yeah. Dad snapped off a hazel twig, gave it to Cinderella. She planted it on her mother's grave. Yeah. She like stuck it in the ground and then it grew up into a big tree. A bird comes on the tree yeah. and gives Cinderella whatever she wants. Yeah. Now we're up to speed. Oh, we're up to speed. Yeah. She must have known that was... Uh, otherwise, why would she advance for it? I don't know. Okay, so that's the, that's the setup. That's the home life. Not looking good. Not looking good. Sleeping in the ashes. Every day or three times a day? Or three times a week? What? She goes to the grave? Thrice a day. I mean, it's getting a lot now, isn't it? She's a sad, sad girl. Yeah, she is. Poor Cinderella. It happened, however, that the king appointed a festival which was to last three days, and to which all the beautiful young girls in the country were invited. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, no. Who wants to come to my party? <laughs> I'm inviting all the beautiful girls in the kingdom. Ladies come in free. <laughs> Stay away from him. He's a creep. I mean, what? Well, it gets worse. He's done this in order that his son might choose himself a bride. Oh, no. You want to come to my party? (laughs) (laughs) My son's looking for a wife. Oh, this is awful. Mm. This is like beauty pageants, but on a whole other level. Okay, so that's happening. Yeah. When the two stepsisters heard that they too were to appear among the number, they were delighted. 
called Cinderella and said, Comb our hair for us, brush our shoes and fasten our buckles, for we are going to the festival at the king's palace. Cinderella obeyed, but wept, because she too would like to have gone with them to the dance, and begged her stepmother to allow her to do so. You go, Cinderella, said she, the stepmother. You are dusty and dirty and would go to the festival. You have no clothes and shoes and yet would dance. As, however, Cinderella went on asking, the stepmother at last said, I have emptied a dish of lentils into the ashes for you. (laughs) If you pick them out again in two hours, you shall go with us. The maiden went through. Well, I mean, how's she going to do that? That's... Well, I don't know how many lentils there are. There's a lot. A dish oh, full. Oh, okay. A whole dish full. Well, how big is the dish? Pretty big. Oh, okay. Well, if it's a big dish full of lentils, that's going to take her hours. The maiden went through the back door into the garden and called, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come and help me to pick the good into the pot, the bad into the crop. <laughs> oh, it's happening. <laughs> then two white pigeons came in by the kitchen window. And afterwards the turtle doves, and at last all the birds beneath the sky came whirring and crowding in and oh, alighted amongst the ashes. This is this is Hitchcock, isn't it? This is nightmare fuel. All of the birds in the world. Well, first two pigeons, then a few turtle doves, then and then all the, the birds in the world. Yeah. Oh. And the pigeons nodded their heads and began <laughs> Yeah. And they began pick, 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 pick. And the rest began also, pick, 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 and gathered all the good grains into the dish. Hardly had one hour passed before they'd finished, and all flew out again. Then the girl took the dish to her stepmother and was glad and believed that now she would be allowed to go with them to the festival. But the stepmother said, Oh, no. No, Cinderella. You have no clothes and you cannot dance. You would only be laughed at. And as Cinderella wept at this, the stepmother said, If you can pick two dishes of lentils out of the ashes for me in one hour, you shall go with us. She's moving the goalposts. That's not fair. Well, she she thought to herself, that she most certainly cannot do. Mm. Well, when the stepmother had emptied the two dishes of lentils amongst the ashes, the maiden went through the back door into the garden and cried, You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds under heaven, come and help me to pick the good into the pot, the bad into the crop. Two white pigeons came in by the kitchen window. Same ones. And after, well, I don't know, it doesn't say. <laughs> Afterwards, the turtle doves. Oh, yeah. And at length, all the birds beneath the sky came whirring and crowding in and alighted amongst the ashes. And the doves nodded their heads and began, pick, 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 pick. And the others also began, pick, 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 pick. Pick, pick. And gathered all the good seeds into the dishes. And before half an hour was over, they'd already finished and all flew out again. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. It's taken them half as long to do twice as much. Wow, they've got really efficient. Yeah, they've learned how to do it. (laughs) I mean, if it's all the birds in the world, it's not going to be billions of lentils. So presumably only a very small percentage need to pick one each. Yeah. And then it's job done. And the rest are just messing everywhere. Maybe that's why it takes so long. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Too many birds. Yeah, that's just chaos. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway, they've done it, though. Well, super, hats super off to them. Quick time. Yeah, yeah, well done, guys. Well, the maiden, she carried the dishes to the stepmother and was delighted and believed mm. that now she'd go to the festival, obviously. She's obviously, naturally. But the stepmother said, Come on. All this will not help you. You cannot go with us. You have no clothes and cannot dance. We should be ashamed of you. With this, she turned her back on Cinderella and hurried away with her two proud daughters. 
As no one was now at home, Cinderella went to her mother's grave beneath the hazel tree and cried, Shiver and shiver, little tree, silver and gold throw down over me. Then the bird threw a gold and silver dress down to her and slippers embroidered with silk and silver. <laughs> she put on the dress with all speed and went to the festival. This is all happening so fast. Mm. Sounds like she's got a very, very sparkly dress. She's all dressed up. Yeah, and some serious slippers as well. Yeah. Silk and silver slippers. Silk and silver, you say? Mm. Interesting. Yeah, and a golden, gold and silver dress. Okay. And she shall go to the festival. She... Eh? Well, eh? Wow. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. She's like, I don't care. I'm going anyway. You know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to go. Good for her. Good, good for you, Cinders. Yeah. So she put on the dress with all speed and went to the festival. Mm-hmm. Her sisters and stepmother, however, did not know her and thought that she must be a foreign princess, for she looked so beautiful in the golden dress. They never once thought of Cinderella and believed that she was sitting at home in the dirt, picking lentils out of the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> but they knew she'd finished that. <laughs> I just think she's into it That's just what she does, yeah The prince went to meet her oh. Took her by the hand and danced with her He would dance with no other maiden And never let go of her hand And if anyone else came to invite her He said, uh, this is my partner Well, this, Matt, this yeah. is all happening so fast yeah. I can't cope Okay, prince, she's caught his eye Yeah, but he's, like He's like, hello There's been no build up to this She's <laughs> arrived Immediately She's the apple of the prince's eye He's got a bit hot, hot under the collar Yeah, 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 yeah So yeah, so I mean They're together all night And she Lovely. danced till it was evening And then she wanted to go home Fair enough But the king's son said I, I will go with you and bear you company For he wished to see to whom the beautiful maiden belonged She escaped from him, however And sprang into the pigeon house <laughs> The king's son waited until her father came, and then he told him that the strange maiden had leapt into the pigeon house. (laughs) The old man thought, can it be Cinderella? And they had to go and bring him an axe and a pickaxe that he might hew the pigeon house to pieces, but no one was inside it. Matt, what's going on? I don't know. What? Who who is this old man? I totally lost that. This is the most confusing part. Yeah. So let me me, me clear up very quickly. Okay. Okay. So... She's like, you know what, I'm done, I'm going home, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, he's like, please let me come home with you. And she's like, jumps into the pigeon house yes. to escape. So he's like chasing her. She's yeah. like, not into this. Jumps in the pigeon house. Yeah, nice. As you do. He's just staring at the pigeon house. Uh, Cinderella's dad happens to just walk by. Oh. And then he's like, what are you doing? And the prince is like, oh, just this girl I'm dancing with just jumped in the pigeon house. He thought, well, could that be Cinderella maybe? And so he asked someone to bring him an axe and a pickaxe, and then he cut the cut the pigeon house down. Like um, like a psychopath. Like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Like, <laughs> his daddy. <laughs> his daddy. Yeah. That's no. But there's no one there, and there's nobody there. Well, this is strange for, for so many reasons. And uh, when they got home, the family Cinderella lay in her dirty clothes among the ashes, and a dim little oil lamp was burning on the mantelpiece. Mm. For Cinderella had jumped quickly down from the back of the pigeon house and had run to the little hazel tree and there she had taken off her beautiful clothes and laid them on the grave and the bird had taken them away again and then she had placed herself in the kitchen among the ashes in a grey gown. Okay. So she just jumped down off the back of it, basically. Yeah, that's how she got out. Nice. Next day, when the festival began afresh and her parents and the stepsisters had gone once more, Cinderella went to the hazel tree and said, Shiver and quiver, my little tree. Silver and gold throw down over me. And then the bird's like... It's not the tree that's doing it. It's me, but okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Wish I'd get a little bit of credit. 
Well, the bird threw down a much more beautiful dress than the Ooh. preceding day. Wow. I love the idea of a bird throwing down a dress. <laughs> she just puts her arms up. like. Yeah. And when Cinderella appeared at the festival in this dress, everyone was astonished at her beauty. The wow. king's son had waited till she came and instantly took her by the hand and danced with no one but her. When others came and invited her, he said, ah, She is my partner. When evening came, she wished to leave. <laughs> Good for her. And the king's son... You just don't understand why she's even at this party, do you? I don't really get it. Because she doesn't seem that into him. And presumably, if, if you assume that all of the, all of the beautiful women there yeah, yeah, yeah. want to, to be with the prince, yeah, yeah. she's in a room full of people that are staring absolute daggers at her. Yeah. This is not a nice situation. <laughs> it's actually quite an unpleasant <laughs> yes, evening. that's awful. No wonder she wants to leave. Well, I mean, she's had a great time, but, you know, she's tired. She wants to go home. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Her, her feet are killing her. Wow. No. That might not be a problem for two... Wait, no, what? <laughs> I don't know. Carry <laughs> you on. Know, you know where I'm going with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I know where you're going. Oh, yeah. Don't get ahead of yourself, though. Yeah, no, I'm trying not to. Yeah, so she, she wished to leave. Yeah. Uh, but the king's son followed her again and wanted to see into which house she went. <laughs> Such, so like, creepy. Like 20, 20 meters behind. She, yeah. she turns around, he like jumps behind a wall <laughs> yeah. or just freezes. He's like, he's such a creep. Um, but no, he's, so he's following her. Yeah. But she sprang away from him nice. and into the garden behind the house. There stood a beautiful tall tree on which hung the most magnificent pears. She clambered so nimbly between the branches like a squirrel that the king's son did not know where she'd gone. <laughs> so he's like, he's really, he really fancies this girl and she climbs a tree like a squirrel. And he's like, what? <laughs> where is she? <laughs> My love. Uh, again, he waited until her father came oh, and said okay. to him, well, the strange maiden has escaped from me. I believe she's climbed up that pear tree. The father thought, can it be Cinderella? Mm. And had an axe brought and cut the tree down, but no one was on it. Ooh. And when they got into the kitchen, so the family gone home again, Cinderella lay there among the ashes yeah. as usual, for she had jumped down on the other side of the tree, <laughs> had taken the beautiful dress of the bird on the little <laughs> hazel tree and put on her grey gown. She's excellent at evading capture, isn't she? Yeah. She's so nimble. Yeah, she's basically like parkouring her way out yeah. of these events <laughs> yeah, it's incredible so to their knowledge then despite um suspicions she's not be she's always been at home that whole time yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. they're like oh no of course it couldn't be her she's yeah. at home exactly yeah okay um and the prince just has no clue what's going on yeah <laughs> he just knows he likes this girl but she seems not like he's very her. acrobatic girl <laughs> yeah. On the third day, when the parents and sisters had gone away, Cinderella went once more to her mother's grave and said to the little tree, Shiver and quiver, my little tree. Silver and gold throw down over me. And now the bird threw down to her a dress which was more splendid and magnificent than any she had yet had, and the slippers were golden. Oh. And when she went to the festival in the dress, no one knew how to speak for astonishment. The king's son danced with her only, and if anyone invited her to dance, he said, She is my partner! <laughs> when evening came, Cinderella wished to leave, and the king's son was anxious to go with her. But she escaped from him so quickly that he could not follow her, of course. Oh, naturally. And the king's son, Adam, had, however, used a stratagem. <gasps> and had <laughs> used a stratagem? <laughs> I've devised a stratagem. <laughs> and had, well, he'd caused the whole staircase to be smeared with pitch. 
And there, when she, and there, when when she ran down, had the maiden's left slipper, which remained sticking. The king's son picked it up, and it was small and dainty and all golden. Next morning, he brought it to her father and said to him, No one shall be my wife, but she whose foot fits in the golden slipper. Wow. I'm familiar with this part of the story. Yeah. uh, So, yeah, he painted the stairs in tar, basically. Which is how, like, they used to catch birds. Yes. (laughs) And he was hoping, he was hoping to go out there and find a young lady stuck. (laughs) Or maybe he was hoping to find a bird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what was he hoping was going to happen there? It's like, I have you now, I've my dear. I've got you now. Now do you like me? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could talk now a little bit, get to know each other. Yeah. You'll see I'm not so bad. Yeah. Well, um, no, she got away. She got away. Good for her. But she lo- lost her slipper. So this is his first real clue. And now we have a contest on. To whom's foot will the shoe fit? Outstanding English. Yep. Right. That's how it works. Okay, so... He said, I'm, I'm going to marry whoever the golden slipper fits. Yeah. And then, the- <laughs> and that's a threat, not a promise. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's and, not a threat. And problem. all the ladies ran away. <laughs> well, no, the two sisters were glad, for they had pretty feet. Oh. The eldest went with the shoe into her room. So I think he's like brought it to the dad. Yeah. Maybe he's doing like door to door. Yeah. So the eldest took it to her room and wanted to try it on. And her mother stood by. She couldn't get her big toe into it. How big is her big toe? It's bigger than an entire foot. And the shoe was, it was too small for her. Yeah. Then her mother gave her a knife and said, cut the toe off. What? When you're a queen, you'll have no more need to go on foot. Oh my goodness. This took a turn. (laughs) (laughs) The maiden cut the toe off, forced the foot into the shoe, Swallowed the pain and went out to the king's son. Thought you were going to say she swallowed the toe? (laughs) (laughs) Remove the evidence. (laughs) This is awful. Is the shoe... Has she effectively tourniqueted her foot or is the shoe just filling up with blood as she, like, limps out there? Well, we're actually about to find out. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) So she's looking quite pale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's, she's blood. But the king's son's fallen for it. And he took her on his horse as his bride and rode away with her. (laughs) They were, however, uh, while they're riding, they were obliged to pass the grave. And there, on the hazel tree, sat the two pigeons and cried... Oh, they've come back. Turn and peep, turn and peep. There's blood within the shoe. The shoe is too small for her. The true bride waits for you. Oh, pigeons. Then he looked at her foot and saw how the blood was streaming from it. (laughs) (laughs) While they're galloping along. (laughs) Then he's like, whoa. This is too much. And he turned his horse around and took the false bride home again and said that she was not the true one and that the other sister was to put the shoe on. Then this one went into her chamber and got her toes safely in the shoe. But her heel was too large. So her mother gave her a knife and said, Cut a bit off your heel. When you're a queen, you'll have no need to go on foot. How'd you cut a bit off a heel? Oh, it doesn't even bear thinking about when I'm thinking about it. Stop thinking about it. Well, start thinking about it, because the maiden cut a bit off her heel, forced her foot into the shoe, swallowed the pain, and went out to the king's son. He took her on his horse as his bride yeah. and rode away with her. But when they passed by the hazel tree, two little pigeons sat on it. 
and cried, Nice. Turn and peep, turn and peep, there's blood within the shoe. The shoe is too small for her, the true bride waits for you. He looked down at her foot and saw how the blood was running out of her shoe and how it had stained her white stocking. Then he turned his horse and took the false bride home again. This is also not the right one, said he. Have you no other daughter? No, said the man. He said no. Well, there's a little stunted kitchen wench which my late wife left behind, but she cannot possibly be the bride. Did he say that? Yeah, that's the dad just said that. Oh, 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 I'm living. Oh, Adam is I'm unimpressed. Living. He said what? He said, <laughs> that man. Oh. Social services. Appeared. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, she's the little stunted kitchen wench. Which he is said that l- about his own <laughs> daughter. This is awful. Okay, yeah. The king's son said that he was to send her up to him. But the mother answered, Oh no, she's much too dirty. She cannot show herself. He absolutely insisted on it, and Cinderella had to be called. Mm. She first, so this is her moment, Mm. she first washed her hands and face clean, and then went and bowed before the king's son, who gave her the golden shoe, presumably covered in a lot of blood. Yeah, that's disgusting. Then she seated herself on a stool, drew her foot out of the heavy wooden shoe, and put it in the slipper, which fit like a glove. And then she rose up, and the king's son looked at her face. He recognized the beautiful maiden who had danced with him, and cried, That is my true bride! The stepmother and the two sisters were terrified and became pale with rage. He, however, took Cinderella on his horse and rode away with her. As they passed by the hazel tree, the two white doves cried out, Turn and peep, turn and peep. No blood is in the shoe. The shoe is not too small for her. The true bride rides with you. And when they had cried that, the two came flying down and placed themselves on Cinderella's shoulders, one on the right, the other on the left, and remained sitting there. When the wedding with the king's son was celebrated, (laughs) the two sisters came and wanted to get into favour with Cinderella and share her good fortune. Yeah. So the wedding's on. The wedding's happening. Yeah. And the stepsisters have come along and they're like, we're going to try and get in there. We're going to work yeah. our way in. Ho- hobbled along, probably. When the betrothed couple went to church, the elder was on the right side and the younger at the left of the sisters. Okay, yeah. And the pigeons pecked out one eye of each of them. <laughs> at the ceremony? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like going down the aisle. The screaming in the guests. Afterwards, as they came back... The elder was at the left and the younger at the right. And then the pigeons pecked out the other eye of each one. <laughs> Wait. And thus, for their wickedness and falsehood, they were punished with blindness as long as they lived. The end. What an ending. Wow. I mean, oh, that's goodness. as good an ending as we could have hoped for. Mm. 
What a story, Matt. Yeah? I mean, I mean, yeah. I honestly felt like breaking out into spontaneous applause. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, Adam. Let's do it. Ah, oh, this is amazing. This is music to my ears. You're a, you're a happy customer. I'm a very happy customer. I enjoyed that story a lot. Oh, that's brilliant. I'm so glad. My head is swimming with questions. Yeah. Okay. Well, can I shall I ask you a question to sort of focus the focus the mind? Go for um, it. Well, first of all, I'll make a statement. Okay. That was already quite a long story. Yeah. Uh, we've probably got a very long episode ahead sure. of us. We've got a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah. It's our last story of volume one that we're reading. So I thought, why not? Let's just, just make it a long one. Go for it. Yeah. And we've got a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. But first of all, let's just let's just gather ourselves. Yeah. Is that what you imagined? Not quite. But almost. I totally agree. Not quite, but almost. Yeah. We've we've all got an idea of Cinderella. Yeah. There were aspects of that story that I recognised from what I thought I knew about the, the story. And there were obviously some aspects that I did not expect <laughs> at all. Um, so can it, I list them out? Or? Yeah, no, list them out. So what was there that you expected? Um, quest to find someone that fit in a particular item of footwear. Yeah, tick. That was there. Massive part of Cinderella. Um, Wicked stepmother, two evil stepsisters or whatever they are. Wicked stepsisters. A ball, Mm -hmm. although it was described as a festival. Which is such... um, So much better. Yeah, so much better. Festival of the ladies. (laughs) For the prince. Prince first. Prince first. I mean, those are huge. I mean, so what wasn't there that you were expecting? Pumpkin coach. Pumpkin coach. Mice? Mice put in the pumpkin coat. Yeah. Um, How about this? Midnight deadline. Yeah, exactly. As the clock struck midnight. Wait, what happened? Oh, the the coach turned back into a pumpkin. That's what happened at midnight, wasn't it? Well, Adam, that hasn't happened yet. We'll be maybe coming across that a little later. Okay, in fantastic. the episode. Can um, I? Uh, so this this might just be me being insane. Was the slipper supposed to be glass? Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Okay. I thought I just misremembered that. Popularly known as a glass slipper, or yeah. thought of as a glass slipper. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Also, we've got the just classic hallmarks of a fairy tale. Yeah. We've got a poor heroine. Yeah. Dying parent. Foppish prince. Stupid dad. Yeah. Magic. <laughs> reverence of, and that reverence of nature and that's the hints of animism. Oh, totally, yeah. These are all key ingredients in pretty much any fairy tale that we've read. You know, the sort of classic fairy tale. Yeah. But also, I think for me, the most interesting thing was that there was, yeah, there was no sort of, there was no deadline. There was no, you have to leave. She just wanted to go home. Yeah, I totally forgotten that. This is so much better, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't there something great about her just getting to some point, a certain point in the evening and just being like, yeah, I've had enough. I want to go home. Well, it totally flips it as well because it's in, she's in charge. Kind yeah, of. He's, completely. He's like chasing her, whereas before, you know, there's no like yearning. Like, I want to be here. Like, yeah. she's not like putty in his hands. Yeah. She's effectively she, gone for a good yeah. night out. She does some like, and then she has to do acrobatics to escape. Yeah. Cat burglar. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise star. Okay, we should probably explain, Adam, to the casual listener. Sure. We haven't watched... The Disney film. Neither of us. Like, no. 
taking that as read that you haven't seen it, at I least for a long, long, long yeah. time. So we are coming to this fresh. Yep. Just with like vague notions from the ether of pop culture. Exactly. So there will be limited to no Disney chat tonight. Instead, we're going to be looking at the folk story and how it's developed and circulated uh, as an oral and literary fairy tale and the origins as well of Cinderella. I'm excited to find out. However, as is our want sometimes, I thought if you're up for it, we could watch the Disney movie. I think that's a good idea. Give it a little review. I think it would make sense. In our Patreon uh, podcast, we normally do this. Yeah. So we've done this for other big tales like Sleeping Beauty. Snow White. Snow White. Yeah. So I think this would round that off quite nicely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right. Relegated Disney chat. Excellent. Cool. Uh, super violent. Really violent. <laughs> like, re- like, but but several different kinds of violence. You've got the sort of self mutilation, like yeah. of the women cutting their bits of their feet off. Yeah, sliced and diced feet. You've got the dad just going absolutely mental, hacking apart pigeon houses and trees. <laughs> What is he doing? Uh, She's just under some boards, <laughs> like crushed. <laughs> I knew it was you, Cinders. I knew it was her. Oh, dear. Um, uh, yeah, the bullying is vicious at the beginning. It's it's really nasty. And we've had that a little bit before in, I think, like Mother Hole, with similar things, stepmother and stepsisters. Mm. But this, it, particularly brutal, isn't it? It really is, yeah. Pecked out eyes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that wasn't in the Disney film. No. Not that I remember. And I love the way it went into detail of like, <laughs> so this one was on this side, so this eye is like close to this shoulder and the other one had this eye close to this shoulder and so the two pigeons like turned around and pecked out those eyes. Yeah. And then they went the other way around so they could peck out the other ones. Then they, yeah, I think the, the girls swapped over. Yeah. So they, st- they stayed. They were going to see the wedding yeah. out. So they're they going to miss the wedding. During the vows and stuff like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And the reverend's like speaking really. Do you do you take this <laughs> over the they're wailing? They're crying. They're screaming. Um, she's got the pigeon still on her shoulder yeah. while she's getting married. Yeah, blood on their beaks. Mm. That was so violent. And the fact that yeah, out of all of this story, this is the story bearing in mind mm. of Cinderella. Mm-hmm. That's what they choose to end on. I know. <laughs> I mean, we had something similar in Snow White. It ended where she got married and. Uh, during the ceremony, they'd oh, been yes. heating up iron shoes, yep. which became red hot, and they forced the stepmother oh. to dance to death in the iron shoes I during mean, the wedding. Yeah, that's equally, if not more brutal. It's more brutal because this is just more absurd, I yeah. think. Like having them have <laughs> one eye pecked out each. <laughs> and then swapping so they can get the other one. Like, oh no, I should have learned the first time. <laughs> I should have left this place. <laughs> I should have known not to trust this bird as well. Oh, dear. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's just mad, isn't it? Um, on the uh, dad going nuts with an axe. Yeah. It, it is quite confusing in places. And especially in that bit. That confused me. I genuinely yeah. lost the fact that that was the dad. So it's like with. Cinderella leapt into the pigeon house. What what pigeon house? What is uh, a pigeon house? Then, I'd like to know. Well, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Well, I guess it's where pigeons live. But how... Well, okay. uh, so Do they have a big house? I don't know. Then her father came. Yeah. But he didn't know that she was there. So the, basic, so the prince just said yeah. to a random bloke, oh, my date's launched herself into a pigeon house. And then he thought, that might be my daughter. Let me hack it up with an axe. Yeah. So it, it just, like, it doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> 
In fact, I've just realised I think I've got deeper, deeper, <laughs> deeper issues. If you think about it, she, she's she leaves the festival, so she's on her way home. He's following her, so they're already heading in the direction of her home. Then I think at various points she, like the pigeon house, is the pigeon house of her house, right? Well, certainly, the tree oh. is in her garden. No, I th- I think that the tree is in the garden of the venue. Yeah. Oh, I, I see. So. I didn't understand that. No, no, no. Because, but it makes sense that her dad would be walking in that direction because he lives in oh, the same place. It's a bit ambiguous. It says she sprang away from him and into the garden behind the house. Yeah, I kinda, thought that was her house. Yeah, it kind of does imply that it's her house. In it? which case, he, that would be the first house he's going to look for a, a slipper owner. To be honest, that pretty much clears up the mystery <laughs> of who she is. <laughs> if that is, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I but, the dad comes home and he's like. Is that the prince in our garden? Like, <laughs> yeah. You right, mate? Everything yeah. okay? What's, what's going on? Left the ball? My love of my life's in that tree. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'll cut it down for you. And then he's like... But then he thinks it might be Cinderella. Well, that makes sense then. Because he's like, well, I'm at home. Yeah. God, is he like after the kitchen wench? Mm. This is so weird. Honestly, yeah. I cannot stand that man. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was not in your good books from the get-go. No. no. And he did... You are right. You said it got worse. It got worse. <laughs> it, could, it got so much worse. It got much worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But would you agree that uh, with many commentators, Adam, that the mum is good? Because essentially she's protecting Cinderella from beyond the grave. Oh, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that clear to you? Totally. I mean, I don't... She, there is a lot of unexplained magical stuff presumably Cinderella knows about. So she knew to ask for that twig that hit her dad on yeah, the head because yeah, she knew yeah. that was going to grow into a tree that could give her stuff. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. So there's obviously some deep connection with her mum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it started with her mum saying, you know, I will look down and guide you from heaven or something yeah. like that. And come back maybe in the form of a little bird that can throw dresses down to you, maybe? She missed that part. She died before she got that part. She almost went And one other thing. (laughs) Um, But um, yeah, so essentially, yeah, she gets the twig, plants it on her mother's grave. Yeah. She becomes the tree that protects her and looks after her. Yeah. So, you know, as ever, we're getting this sort of uh, reverence of nature and this sort of the help of the hero heroine is via nature in, in many respects. And I thought it's interesting how, essentially, to escape the ball, she's kind of using nature. Like, she's using the pigeon house and then a tree. Right. Arguably slightly clunkily done, that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She climbs up and then jumps out the back and no one saw. Yeah. But it's interesting how the father and the prince are kind of destroying these symbols of nature. In some ways, it feels very symbolic, kind of almost anti-nature, if that makes sense. Because they sort of have to be for the theme of the story. Kind of, yeah. Whereas it doesn't necessarily make sense in a narrative sense. Yeah, I think it's slightly unsuccessful narratively, having yeah. the, the pigeon coat and the yeah. pear tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she just jumps down the back of. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I escaped. Um, but, you know, it is that sort of the mother working through nature, helping her there. Yeah, yeah. But I, do, I think one of the keys to this story is... Um, is, is is that bullying in a way. It's the downtrodden way that Cinderella's living and the sort of overcoming your circumstances. Yeah. It's her like dragging herself 
from the low, lowest to the highest point through just force of will yeah. and with a bit of help from nature, which represents the protection of the mother. Right. That's sort of like the key to the story, I think. Okay. Is that, does I that think sound about right? That makes sense, yeah. As you yeah. say, you know, you remember the stepmother and the stepsisters and the, the ill treatment. Oh, that's key to... But that's key also just in terms of the reader or listener, that helps get you like really on side with Cinderella, doesn't it? That's, yeah. that's the setup for the mm-hmm. catharsis of her winning, like getting the prince in the mm-hmm. end. I mean, you know, even her name, Cinder, like it's showing that she is mind. at the absolute lowest Maybe I'm point. an idiot. Maybe I'm a total idiot, but I didn't know that. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah, Cinderella. Oh, that's great. Oh, mate, wait till you hear her in other languages. That's coming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's going to blow your mind too. Oh, I'm excited. So Cinderella, you were you excited by the name in German because that's English, obviously. <laughs> sure. In German, this story is called Aschenputter. 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 Spelt A S C H E N. Aschen. Aschen. P-U-T-T-E-L. So, Puttel, but I think pronounced Aschenputter. Someone who puts the ashes away. Well, close. Yeah, but not. Not quite. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Lisa Marie. Uh, Yeah, thank you very much. Our German language consultant uh, for providing us with that pronunciation. I asked uh, Lisa Marie, what does it mean? Does it mean anything in German? Mm. Uh, And she replied... We call Aschenputter Aschenputter because Asche means ash. Right. Like cinder. Makes sense. And Putter or Puttel is a plain person. So she is a plain person associated with ash. Okay. She's also known as Aschenbrodel, but that one is not used as often. There is also a TV adaption called, uh, I'll just go in English, Three Wishes for Cinderella. Which uses the Aschenbrodel uh, iteration. It's an East German and Czech movie and super popular in Germany. Every Christmas it will run a lot of times on TV. It's pure nostalgia for me and I recommend it. Oh, and it's in English, three wishes. Three wishes for Cinderella. Wow. It's an old sort of Eastern Bloc, I guess, uh, Czech movie. Oh, sounds good. That plays every Christmas in Germany. That could be a good movie night. I think we should watch it. <laughs> so yeah, so in German, she's called Aschenputter, meaning uh, ash and plain person. So plain ash person. Plain person, which makes me think, in English, we've got the cinder bit, and then yeah. the Ella bit. I mean, that doesn't... Ella is just a woman's name, isn't it? Or it's a it's a suffix, yeah, like, like a feminine suffix. Exactly. I think yeah. that's it. I yeah. think it's Cinderella, just like, yeah. Female Cinder. Kind yeah, of yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly it. Okay. Cinderella was included in the Grimm's fairy tale collection, uh, Kinder und Hausmarken mm-hmm. in German, from the very first edition that they published in 1812. 
They tell us that they compiled it out of three tales mm. from Hess, which is their home region, yeah. that they amalgamated and wove together to form the story we just heard. Wow. So just for anyone who might not know, the Grimms were story collectors and editors, not authors. Their aim with their fairy tale collection was to capture the voice of the German people, the stories of the German people. Yeah. And they had a number of sort of sources they would go to to, to get these tales. Exactly. But I don't know, or they don't tell us, which ones gave them Cinderella. Oh, uh- so oh, sadly, that's as far as I could get with that. Oh, no. It's compiled from three tales that they sort of glued together. And they could have been from three different sources, all from the same one, maybe two from one, one yeah. from another. We just don't know. They could be from old books. They could be from, you know, the wilds or the Hassan Flugs or other sources that we've come to know. Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing reliable I could find uh, on who provided those three sources. So that's it's a bit of a mystery. Hmm. As is a lot to do with the origin of this uh, fairy tale, as we're about to see, Adam. The plot thickens. Well, the plot does indeed thicken because it's Matt and Adam from the future here. What are we doing here, Matt? What are we, what are we doing here? We're interrupting Matt and Adam from the past. We are. Sorry, guys. We are calling time on part one. Because there's just too much for one episode. Cinderella cannot be contained. She can't. She can't. And uh, and it's about to really kick off. We're about to do a deep dive yeah. into the history of Cinderella. Indeed. So join us next time for Cinderella Part 2, The Story of the Story, where we'll be indulging the, the thickening of the plot even further and trying to discover where Cinderella comes from, where this folk story originated and where we can find her throughout time. Wow. It's going to get real in Part 2. Oh, it gets real. It's really even longer than this episode. Yeah. I mean, it definitely will be longer. <laughs> <laughs> but we will see you then well, for part two. Was it worth it, Adam? Because, you you know, this is you from the future. You know what it was like Well, like, uh, yeah. Uh, was what worth it? Like, part two of Cinderella. I mean, you've heard it already. Is it worth listeners coming back and hearing just the rest of, of the ramblings? Of course it is. Okay. Um, there... It's just a lot to unpack with this story. And as we said, the plot is still thickening. There's a lot yeah. of mystery to be covered. Yeah. Will we get to the bottom of it? Ooh. You can only really find out by listening to part two. Very good. So I leave that in your capable hands as listeners. It's not really in your hands, it's in your ears. Uh, it's time to go. Yeah, I'm calling an end to this. <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you then. Keep it grim in the meantime. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash grimreading to find out how, and also see the range of benefits available as a thank you from us. You can, of course, email us at grimreadingpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at grimreadingpod, and we're also on Instagram and Facebook at grimreading. You can find us on podbean at podbean.com slash grimreading, and we also have a website, grimreading.wordpress.com. Keep it grim.